You're listening to the Made for Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Perfett, and I've built a six-figure income my first year in the real estate business with no money, no clients, and an iPhone. Each week, I will be sharing personal stories and tips on how I unlocked my inner greatness and applied it to my business and life, along with some amazing interviews from others who've done the same. These are the tools to help you reach the next level. Let's go do this, Greatness Seekers. Hey everybody, it's Mindy Perfett and thanks so much for joining us this week on the Made for Greatness podcast. On this episode, I'm going to cover why time blocking and setting your day up the night before is so important in your business. So if you are like many of the followers that listen to the podcast um, and you take notes, this is also a great message to take notes on. Uh, because for me, it wasn't until I really started taking, I took like a, um, a mastermind and they talked about, you know, time blocking, setting goals. And at the time, like I wasn't really in belief that I was ready yet to do that because with three kids and my husband's fire schedule, like it was really hard for me to wrap my mind around like getting out of the house at a certain time, getting to the gym at a certain time, doing all the things that it takes to make this business a career and not a job. Um, And so I'm going to cover a few topics. One being time blocking, how to set your time blocks. Um, The second would be giving yourself grace during certain days and time blocks. Um, And then three, how to block out the mental talk that prevents you from doing the things in your time block. Uh, So first things first, time blocking. Um, After I went to a couple of these seminars and kept hearing about it, kept hearing about batching. So if you've heard of like batch work where you um, do a lot, you know, kind of in one and then you're kind of done, you can take a break. Um, I know that um, Brian North, the bro- the owner of the brokerage I'm a part of, and I know uh, Jenna Kutcher, who I follow um, on, on her podcast and, and on social media, both of these people are great at their batch working. Um, and so I, I really had to figure out my life. Like I had to figure out, okay, if he's going to be on shift this day, I know he's not going to be home at least until, you know, 8am if they don't get a fire or an emergency call. So let's just plan my day like they don't get one. Right. Um, and those of you fire wives, um, or fire spouses, like know exactly what I'm talking about, or even, you know, police officer or, you know, nursing, like all of these require, you know, 24 hour work. Um, so that was my first obstacle was to figure out, okay, I have his schedule for the whole year. So now I know what days he's going to be coming home that morning. I know what days he's going to be leaving in that morning um, because it actually sets restraints on like two days if you really think about it. Um, so I started getting up earlier, like to give myself more time. I used to get up around like six, six thirty, and then when I started reading um, the sell, like Sirhan book by Ryan Sirhan, I'm a huge fan of his and all the work that he's done. Um, and I really started diving into that after I saw him in person. Um, went to this like really small, intimate um, seminar and just heard his story and really started thinking about my life and where I'm going with it and 
where, you know, how far I've came, um, because I think that we discredit ourselves a lot for how far we've came because it's so easy to compare yourself to other people in this industry. Like, oh, they have another listing or, oh, they're doing, you know, this, that looks really cool or, oh, this or that. And, you know, like I've said before, comparison will kill all of your happiness and all of your joy in this industry because there is a client specifically for you. You know, just like when you're listing a house and, you know, an agent brings the buyer and you, you meet the buyer and you're like, oh man, like our personalities kind of clash. Like, I don't know if I could represent a buyer like that, that for me, um, it, it just is not my style. You know what I mean? So you are what you attract. Um, and Needless to say, I started waking up at uh, 4.30 now, and this is very new to me because this is something that I've had to tell myself I have to get up. So if I can get up and I can go to the gym because Kyle's home, then I'll do that. Um, If I get up and I know I have all the kids and Kyle's not home, he's either leaving for shift or he's on shift, then I give myself grace and I journal in the morning, read a book, make some coffee, um, and I wait for the kids to get up. Uh, And then once they're up, we usually leave about 30, maybe 40 minutes after they're up. And I go to the gym, get my workout in for the morning. Um, Then I feel good about the day and I'm able to move forward into, okay, now it's morning nap for, you know, Ashton. Uh, Brady and Aiden are going to want something to eat. So get them something to eat. Now I have two hours to get done what I need to get done before I have to get Aiden ready for school and get him off to school. And so... I take those two hours to the very first thing for me is always going to be the the follow-up from clientele that I've met over the weekend um, at open houses or clients that are kind of on the fence about things. I will start to call those. And then from there, I will go into my finding my business. So whether it's prospecting on, um, social media or, um, if I'm getting, you know, if I've gotten a couple of leads, um, from my website or whatever it might be, then it's, then it's onto that. And then from there it would be, uh, now I'm getting Aiden ready for school, getting them off to school. Okay. Take him over there. Okay. Now I have time to spend with Brady and Ashton, we eat lunch, we hang out for a little bit, and I know, you know, in two hours, he's going to lay down for another nap, then I'm going to have to go pick Aiden back up, like, you guys, I'm telling you, I am a full-time mom and a full-time real estate agent, like, I get asked very often how I do things, and I embrace the chaos, I go with it, you just have to go with it, there's not going to be perfect days every day in this industry, but what can be perfect is you making the calls and just time blocking. If you're spending an hour to two hours a day, whether you're spacing it out or however you're doing it, and you're doing something for your business every day that will in turn reap what you sow, then that's what counts. And I think that it's so easy. This is, this is the second thing I want to talk about. I think it's so easy to discredit ourselves because we don't feel like we've done anything that day. Like we, we feel like, oh my gosh, we've done nothing. I haven't talked to any new buyers. I haven't talked to any new clients. Like, how am I going to get business? How am I going to get the next one closed? And I have to tell you that one of the shifts 
to turning your job, because you basically have created yourself a job, if that's how you're living, um, if you've created yourself a job and you want to turn it into a career, you have to have multiple things coming into the funnel. Um, you know, I know that putting stuff into your pipeline, putting stuff into your funnel, whatever you want to call it, uh, Ryan Serhant calls it like multiple balls in the air. Um, and it's true because if you get stuck on one client on that, like that's all you have, then of course there's going to be fear in the loss of you know, something's going to happen maybe through inspection or something's going to happen. The client goes and buys a car or whatever it might be. So you have to have multiple sources funneling into your pipeline in order for you to continue to grow your career and your business. Um, you know, a lot of people will say it's a numbers game uh, when it truly is. Because if you think about it, like think about the last time you sat in open house. Um, and if you're not sitting open houses, then you're missing out on a lot of business because that's how I built a lot of my business. Um, and so sitting in open house and let's say 10 people come through the door and you get one person's information. I'm pretty sure that two or three hours you sat in that open house was worth it. You, now you have one more person to add to your pipeline. I think we go into it with this expectation that we're supposed to get every single person that walks through the doors information. And you know what? That's not reality. Like if that's not how you roll in your business and that's not who you are as a person, it's very awkward and uncomfortable to like try and like the whole time you're just thinking, I need to get their info. I need to get their info. And you're not really listening to what that client has to say. Or, you know, if the client's even really looking or whatever it might be. So I think it's so imperative that you listen. The best people in this industry are great listeners. And in any sales industry that you're in, when you can listen, you will win. Always. My grandfather always said, the person who wins is the, is the uh, last person to speak. Meaning that you need to let your clients talk. You need to let them tell you how they feel. You need to listen. You need to understand what they're saying without having the anticipation of what you're going to say in your head next. Because that just doesn't do anybody good. It puts two people on a battleground where now you feel like you're battling your client because you're so expressive about how you feel uh, about the price or about the the home or the upgrades or whatever it might be, the comparables. But you know what? We are in this industry to connect people to their dream, which is owning a home. We are just connectors. If you really think about it, we just have connections with people and homes. And if you can't really dive into that and understand who you are as a person that you're not going to work with everybody. It's not going to always be smooth. It's not going to always be perfect. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know you have your client's best interest. You know that they have your best interest because you're giving them the most valuable thing, which is your time. Taking away from your family, showing homes, doing all the things that we do as real estate agents that we don't get a lot of credit for. But you and I both know that there's a lot of work that goes into this. Um, quick story. I had a guy come into my open house and I was locking up the open house because it was over. I mean, it was only supposed to go till two and it was like now two 15 ish. And I was like, man, I got to go get my signs. I got to go get my kids. I got to get out of here. And this guy comes like flying down the street 
clearly I can tell he's like coming straight to the open house because he I think he saw like on a you know Zillow or Trulia that it was ending at two and he was hoping to still catch it well I saw it I saw him park I was like you know what like I'm gonna open it back up for him like I feel bad because he probably was really trying to get here so I open it up show him the home give him all the specs I spend about like 20 minutes with this guy and at the end of it I said Oh, so like, is this, is this what you're looking for? Is this the location you're looking for? And he's like, yeah, this is everything that I'm looking for. And I'm like, okay, great. So uh, if you'd like, I can kind of run through with you, you know, what the Arizona purchase contract looks like because he's not from here. He's from out of state. And he goes, uh, no, you know, I don't really use real estate agents because I can just kind of do everything on my own. And like deep down inside, I was kind of like, what? I just opened this house for you, bro. Like, you can't open the house for yourself. Like, of course you need a real estate agent. And so I went on to tell him, you know, in Arizona, because I don't know in the other state he's from if they get charged, but in the state of Arizona, it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing as a buyer to utilize me as an agent. Nothing. And he kind of looked and was like, oh... And I'm like, so tell me how much does it cost to use an attorney that you've used every time to do your paperwork for you in escrow? And he's like, oh, about $500. I said, okay, so I can already save you $500. So, I mean, it's totally to your discretion, you know, and it was kind of like, at that point, it became awkward, right? Like now I'm in this weird position where this guy doesn't need me, even though I opened the house for him. And there's so many times like that in real estate where us as agents feel so small because people don't give us the credit that we deserve. And I think a lot of that's due to the fact that it's very, um, I don't want to say easy because it's, it wasn't easy, but, um, it doesn't require a lot of, um, you know, sales skills, people skills to be a real estate agent. Um, people can go who are great at school and great test takers and go get their license and come in and somebody has a horrible experience and they automatically associate you because you're an agent with that other person. So moral of the story is when you are time blocking, when you are setting up your day, just understand that not everything's going to always be perfect. Not every open house when you're prospecting people is going to be perfect. Not everybody's going to love you. Not everybody's going to feel like they need to use you as an agent. However, when you can tell them the value that you bring to the table, and I'm all about showing it personally, like your actions always will speak louder than your words. Um, So one of the things I do is I hand out my buyer guides to clients in open houses, um, especially the out-of-state buyers, because they don't understand, like, I mean, in California, you have to disclose if somebody has died in the home. In Arizona, you don't. And so when people are coming from all over the place and there's certain things that have to be, you know, disclosed or talked about or said, and then they see Arizona and they're like, oh my gosh, wait, what? Meth lab? They have to talk about meth lab? What? Wait, what's happening in Arizona? So whatever state you're listening from, buyer guides are very, very helpful. 
when it comes to your prospecting because it's a simple tool that you can give to your clients that will make them feel at ease because it truly will help your client understand the purchase contract, understand the seller disclosures. So talk to your local title company um, and see about getting some of those put together or a printing resource company. Uh, And then lastly, letting the self-talk go. Okay, we all know that late at night or when you're driving, talk starts happening in your head. (laughs) And it's like the talk that you don't want to hear. Like, oh, I don't know if you can really make those calls or, oh man, you're not really doing too great. You haven't had a deal in a while. Um, You know, all those calls where you start to self-criticize everything that you've done. And my best suggestion for this when anything comes down other than you know like your family stuff and whatever else stuff might be going on the chaos of just life and what life brings us understand that one God will never give you something that he doesn't believe that you can handle so whether or not you think you can handle what's happening to you he knows you can handle this and he's preparing you for bigger and greater things And the second thing would be to find a source. So whether it's, um, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day and she likes to do projects. She likes to, you know, whether it's like distressing furniture or painting a room or redecorating, like that's her therapy. Like that's what helps her calm her mind, calm her nerves, makes her feel at peace. And I think that's amazing. My mom is the same way. Uh, For me, it's doing things like, doing my podcast, um, getting out there and talking to people, um, being able to have conversations. Like for me, having the, the difficult conversations, it never feels great like when you're calling, but then when you get into it and you understand like we're just two humans trying to work through whatever it might be, whatever's happening with the inspection or the home or, you know, their loan, whatever. like when you can be human, your clients see that you're human. And so I always think that having the conversation is the best thing you can do. It makes everybody feel better. And then the last thing you could do, um, another suggestion would be to journal. Um, Every morning I journal, sometimes throughout the day I'll journal. I'll grab my phone and I'll just like talk into my notes. Um, I feel like sometimes just getting it out there for me really helps, you know, in addition to the meditation and just like the release of giving it to God because he knows what's best for you. And these are all tools and things that you can implement in your life right now that will help you continue to unlock your inner greatness. I hope you all are having a great week and a great start to the new year. Uh, Welcome to February, the month of love. It's my favorite month. And a lot of people will tell you Valentine's Day is not a holiday. I disagree. Like Valentine's Day is probably one of my favorite because I am a, one of my love languages is gift giving. And it's never like has to be something purchased. It could be something made. It could be something said. Um, I value things like that. And I feel like this month is the best month to share joy and love for one another and do one act of kindness a day, whether it's giving somebody a compliment or giving your spouse, you know, the, the peace of mind knowing that you did all the dishes or the laundry, whatever it is. This is the month of love, the month of joy, what God created in all of us, which is 
also interlocked into that inner greatness that we all have that is just waiting to come out. You guys all have a great week and I look forward to continuing to hear the stories of you implementing these tools in your life and I'm so excited for what this year is bringing everyone that I know and most of all, I'm so excited that people all around me are unlocking their inner greatness daily. Take care. Talk to you soon. That's a wrap for this episode on the Made for Greatness podcast. Join us next week for a new episode and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening.